0: Hey Siri, how do you say black in French?
1: In French, black is noir, rosé noir. Let's go.
2: We found each other on Clubhouse. We nurtured a
1: community that continues to grow. We'll keep pushing forward for change. We'll call things out. We'll call people in. We will lead with love.
3: We will not be silent or silenced. We're here to fill your cup with conversation. We'll provide individuality and thought,
2: diversity of perspectives on a range of topics.
1: You never know who will join us.
0: Sit back and enjoy our offering. Claudia, Gina,
2: Jasmine, Monique.
0: We are Rosé Noir.
3: Rosé Noir.
2: Rosé Noir.
3: Rosé Noir. Please enjoy the show. Welcome to the Rosé Noir podcast. I'm Monique, joined, as always, by my babes, Claudia. We have Gina. We have Jasmine. And we have a very special guest. We are recapping the finale of The Golden Bachelor, the very first season of The Golden Bachelor. And uh, just like uh, <laughs> Bachelors of yesteryear, same old shit, different day. Here we go. Um, shout out to Gary. Uh <laughs> ladies
1: how you doing uh great that's all i got for you love it i'm, <laughs> I'm still i'm, I'm still recovering from hot yoga so i'm good i'm i'm, I'm, re-
3: I'm recovering from run running, run, run, run the songs
1: <laughs> mm. oh boy i've nice. yet to see that in person or on video I I'll see it when it comes on max or whatever.
2: I didn't get to see it in person, but I did go on Friday night to see it. And when I tell you it actually brought me to tears, there were like two different times. I actually was like, welled up with tears. It's mm-hmm. It was very, very good. It was moving.
3: What were those times? Well, first of all, if y'all haven't seen it, right. And I guess well, don't business, bring I it up. Happened. Why are you
1: going to
4: ruin it? I saw the, I went, yeah. Yes. I didn't know if I was supposed to talk yet. Cause I didn't, I didn't know if I had. Oh, anything. well
1: we're huh. going to introduce. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay.
4: I went to the concert, but I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm seeing it tomorrow. So okay. I, yeah.
3: It okay. should be, should, should we.
1: Yes. We're going to interject because, you know, I have nothing to say about Beyonce. So. Okay. We won't spoil. We'll talk about it next. Okay. Time. Okay. 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 Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, cause people don't know. Yeah. Next week when more people have seen it. So we have a very special guest who is a part of another amazing historical Black content creation in this crazy world of the Bachelor franchise. We did have her former partner co-host, Mai, on at the beginning of charity season, and now we are so happy to have her here for the double entendre. Uh, She'll be on both episodes for Golden Bachelor and Bachelor Paradise, Victoria Price of the Black Tourette's, how are you doing today? <laughs> Hi. Oh, my God. I'm doing well. Um,
4: Thank you so much for having me. I know it was like we were trying to figure out a time. So I'm glad that it worked out. And then, then I'm like, wait, this is the finale. <laughs> so <laughs> here I am. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I was a part of the Black chillerettes That was a time. We had a time over there. But um, it's been like a year now so that we haven't been active. And so I'm excited to be on as part like a commentator, but also like I just been watching like a regular viewer because I had turned my little critical mind off. So I'm excited to hear what y'all have to say and then give my little takes. And yeah, thank you.
1: Yes. Yeah. We're, we're excited to have you here. You know, so you said it's been a year. Just remind us because y'all had an amazing podcast. I loved listening to it. The takes were very uh, on brand for at least what we thank you. are aligned with. And mm-hmm. uh, so, like, what had y'all started just from your perspective? You know, mm-hmm. you might tell us. Uh, and then, what had y'all uh, take a pause on it or end it?
4: We started out just it was height of the pandemic for pretty much, and I was just watching the show. I've been watching the show for honestly way too long. Like I, I realized I was like, Nami, haven't been watching the show for like ten years. But I always watched it kind of in secret. Like, I didn't really tell anyone that I was watching it because I was like, Black people I don't, don't watch it. this show. <laughs> like, what if I, I can't tell nobody I'm watching? What was your first season, um, by the
1: way? What was your first season?
4: Emily Maynard. That's uh, she my was my first movie. season.
1: The yeah.
4: Mid- then get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, yeah, she was, so that was my first season. And then, I don't know what my first, whatever was after that, which I'm like, was that Chris season or Ben season or something after that? I don't know. Whoever was after, or was it Ari season? I don't no, know. No, Ari Ari Andy, was Andy. Oh no. Mm, mm-mm. Oh, because it
1: was a, it was a bachelor that came from Emily.
4: That season. came, yeah. But I really don't know. Mm. I feel like it was Ari. No, no. Ari came after Rachel Lindsay. Yeah, it
3: was Rachel. supposed to be Peter Krause, but he. Oh. And, well, it, I'm right. officially,
4: it was supposed You're right.
3: to be here. Right.
4: that's not that's. And oh, then they,
3: yeah, they, they, drag they drug, uh, Ari Lyondeck out of nowhere.
4: They did. They off did. the racetrack. Yeah, they did. Terrible. Um, yeah, yeah. So Emily was my first season and yeah, I just was watching it during the pandemic. And then, which I guess the season before Matt James, which was who, I don't know. I'd be free. Yes. That was Claire um. Tasha. Oh, Clarentaceo season. Yeah, the Clacious season. Yeah, the Clacious season. And I saw my talking about it on her Instagram story. And I was like, I'd be thinking the same thing, but I just don't be saying it. So I was like, girl, we should start a podcast. And so we did. And we did the whole thing, never once being in the same place, never once being on the same time zone. And yeah, basically just bare bones in it and being like, this will be fun. And then it blew up. And we was like, wait, oh, hold on what what is this um now we got another full time job and so we started doing that and it was great um and then it just got to a point where it was like okay i just need there was a lot of things happening and so it just felt like it it wasn't um it was like no longer aligning with like both of our lives and in the directions that we were heading so yeah so we decided to stop in october of last year and just go our like separate ways in terms of podcasting and all of that and it's been good i've been back in new york I obviously had a major life event happen that also kind of like came about with that stop where I was diagnosed with breast cancer 4:30. 30. So if you're listening to this right now, touch your titties because you'll know what's going on in there and cancer can come for anybody, especially black women. So, mm. yep. Make sure y'all doing y'all monthly checks. And yeah, so I had breast cancer and had to deal with that through 2022, which was a big reason as to why I was like, I listen, we got it. There, there are priorities and my priority right now is staying alive. So, yeah, that is that is what happened there. And I hope to some at some point get back into podcasting Um, and I'm just waiting for the right time in the right moment. But yeah, I love it. So I'm excited to be back on here or to be on here and to be I mean, back on here as in like back on my microphone. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it was a great time. And I'm so thankful for anyone who was listening. I'm thankful that y'all were listening and it was resonating with you because the support that we had was really the reason why we were able to keep going and why we wanted to keep going because we were like, people are really apparently needing this. And we're happy to be a supplier of that. But also, as y'all know, that does come with a lot of other burdens um and a lot of other people coming out the woodworks feeling like they they know you and they could say crazy stuff to you on the internet which is wild so yeah that was that's also not great but that comes with the territory so we take it with a grain of salt and we move on because listen people always have something to say
3: absolutely so speaking mm-hmm. of us needing you mm-hmm. this time just you know that uh, time we want to forget but we don't and we talk about it a lot where the illustrious former for- fired host of yeah. the show Went on to have quite a display mm-hmm. with Rachel Lindsay, mm-hmm. former Bachelorette. His friend allegedly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't invited to the wedding, but okay. right. uh, mm-hmm. and at the time we were on Clubhouse, we were the Black Bachelor babes, mm-hmm. and during that time, you, you, and Michaela mm-hmm. had. I would say y'all shot out like a rocket with everything that our community was feeling Mm -hmm. about what happened between Mm -hmm. Schmish Smarrison, we don't say his name, Mm -hmm. right and Rachel Lindsay. And you framed it. I don't think there's any like perfect way to frame it, but that was the perfect way to frame it. There was anger that we had that we Mm -hmm. felt and, and were pouring out on Clubhouse. There was frustration
5: mm-hmm.
3: because of the, I would say, like the just the utter disrespect of a black woman that mm-hmm. was the host of the show that she was like that he was being interviewed on mm-hmm. and his display and whatever happened with that and the you know the antebellum dresses and 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 you know mm-hmm. like racist acts which mm-hmm. shouldn't have come as a surprise to us but it did because I think. Right. Um, I think the reason why we watch the show for so long is because we do have some weird level of trust when we do watch it.
5: Mm-hmm. Don't know
3: why we do, but we do, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, I'll round out my my question with, the, with this. Um, what I saw was the white people that were supposed to be commentators of the show. Mm-hmm. They said almost uh, in a, a full fell swoop, if y'all want to know how we feel about what Schmish Marison said, go to the Blatchelorettes and go watch mm-hmm. that. They didn't mm-hmm. have any real take about it. They sort of funneled everyone to you.
5: Mm-hmm. And then
3: that also funneled a lot of the hate right to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um, can you just describe what that time was like for you? Mm-hmm. But Yes. Yeah, like how you came about, and how you handled the days and the weeks coming after that mm-hmm. Entire.
4: yeah it was it was very yeah it was very jarring for us to watch that and to see that like so much like for lack of a better word like hate um and like vitriol like toward rachel and like toward that situation coming from that man And so I actually remember I was like working, you know, I'm an actor. And so I'm always like doing 8 million different things. I was working. And I remember my texting being like, hey, I'm going to like put a video together. And I was like, go off, girl. Like, I trust you, whatever you're going to do. I'm at work right now. So I can't, I can't like respond to what this is. And so like I, the trust that we had was really, really strong. And so, you know, she made that video, sent it to me. I was like, honestly, I can't even watch it, but um, go off and post it, and I, I'm gonna see. And then my phone was just blowing up, blowing up at work, and I was like, "What? Now what is going on here?" And so yeah, so I'm really, really grateful that within our partnership there was that trust for me to just be like, "I, I, whatever you're gonna say, I'm sure that I can co-sign it." And so just go ahead, and that was amazing um what she was able to produce there but then yeah as you said all the hate that came with it and then all the you know like white creators or people a part of the bachelor world who weren't really able to vocalize why it was wrong because honestly they probably wouldn't have thought it was wrong until like someone spoke up about it you know like they would have been like oh yeah yeah, I guess I see what he's saying. And, you know, like it was a long time ago. Like, baby, it was 2018. Um, And so it was, it was, (laughs) it was funny to see the way that automatically as we were, you know, being, as you mentioned, like skyrocketed into this like world of Bachelor Nation, we were all, we were also being like, suddenly we were the voice of Black people in Bachelor Nation. And I'm like, okay, like that is, Fine, because I do feel like I have a voice, and I have been watching the show long enough to be able to think. If I'm feeling this way, I'm sure there's, a, you know, I feel like I have original thoughts and all that. But I'm like, I'm sure is many a black woman feeling and thinking the same way. But also, it was frustrating to see like, well, y'all could also use your own voice and your own words, and that's where we started to see a lot of like Notes app apologies and things like that. And I'm like, or, or. Y'all could come on here with your whole face Mm -hmm. and you could say, I did X, Y, and Z, and this is why it was wrong. And I hurt these people, these people, and these people, and I apologize to them. And this is what I'm going to do to be better. But instead, a lot of times you saw those note apologies and then a quote or a clip of something that we had said, um, or, you know, go to the Black chillerettes, And, you know, that's just a lot of labor. Mm. We we're not getting paid. We was doing all this on our own. We was, you know, it was very, it was giving very much to young actors trying to make something meaningful. Um, Meanwhile, we broke, you know, so it was like, it was like a lot of pressure on us to deliver when we signed up to, you know, give our opinions and, you know, um, bring, bring light onto those things that maybe have gone unnoticed for a long time by the majority white audience. But it, yeah, it was it was very hard to receive the amount of hate and backlash that we did for truly speaking the truth because no one else had really done it before on um, a platform that was, you know, so quickly in in the public eye. You know, I'm not saying that we were the first black woman podcast to cover The Bachelor, but I think just the way that we came at it because we was nobody knew us. So we was like we could say whatever we want to say because don't know anybody going to see this and then people saw it and then people had things to say. So yeah, it was, we got a lot of hate that we had to, we learned to, you know, respond to some things and not to others because some people just want to see you get upset. And some people want to see black women get angry and just feed into that stereotype. And I think, I hope that we did a good job of not feeding into that stereotype, but letting our anger be known, but in a way that's able to be constructive. So that was our goal. I think we achieved it. I hope we achieved it in the short time that we were active, but yeah, it was taxing. It was very taxing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. So, um, I remember, and again, I think that that was a time around the time that we had collectively gotten together. And, mm-hmm. and it seems like there was a lot of people in a, in a shout out to two black girls when Rose, you know, we've had them
5: mm-hmm.
1: on before and, um, you know, they were doing it by themselves too at some point. But yeah, I I agree with Monique. I remember specifically, I remember that video uh, that Michaela had come out with and just uh, a lot of now who are friends of of Mm -hmm. folks in Bachelor Nation who had routed um, folks to you all. And Mm -hmm. they felt like this is actually not for us to say, but this is what you need to understand. And um, so it was a a time that we had never seen that. And of course it was during George Floyd. It was during... Mm -hmm. The social racial justice uprising uh, of mm-hmm. of it all, where mm-hmm. so much light was shined on on all of this because there was nothing else really going on. So mm-hmm. um, and particularly around the first black male lead. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So um, I wanna I, I also wanna say thank you again. Uh, we're so happy you know um, that you are here with us and that you know I know that that was also a rough time uh, health wise. When Mm -hmm. you were transitioning out, um, I'm sure you follow Erica Hart. Uh, She's Mm -hmm. a very good friend Mm -hmm. of mine, another Black woman who is, uh, you know, a a breast cancer survivor. And I was Mm -hmm. was very close to her then when she was diagnosed. And it was bizarre. Mm -hmm. It was crazy for us to think. I think she was 28 Mm -hmm. at the time, double mastectomy. It was kind of, you Mm -hmm. know, insane. Um, so we need that. We need more black women to show awareness uh, for that. Mm-hmm. So I remember, you know, really watching throughout and in your time. So
4: mm-hmm.
1: um, hopefully all is good. You're staying healthy yeah. and we're really happy to have you here with us.
4: Thank you. Yes. yes. Happy to yes. be here. Looking, looking yeah.
1: amazing. Looking amazing. Thank
4: you. It's yeah. that natural yeah. glow. Cause you don't have put no makeup on today.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't have any. <laughs> Was there any favorite season of yours because you've been watching it for a while mm. any favorite season that stands out it could be one of bachelor or one of bachelorette or just or any of the spinoffs now uh,
4: let's see a favorite season mm. i really don't think i have one in like the best way i feel like i just consume so much reality television that i'm like so in it and then as soon as it ends i'm like hmm, can't remember a thing you know, like I feel so like that. in that. I just not. yes, like I just finished this season of Big Brother, and it's like I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not on the Twitter no more. I'm not mm, like those people don't exist pun. to me anymore. Forgot like the they just, exactly <laughs> yeah. like they don't exist. I'm like Taylor Hale is the winner. What are you talking about? Yeah, uh, like she's yeah, the only yeah. one. Jack, Jack, uh, Jack, exactly. Jack. Only winner. We. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the only yeah the only one that matters. Her and Tamar, That's know. it. Oh well. Well, see, I didn't. I. I was late to the Big Brother game so I didn't start watching until Taylor's season, which I feel like was a good good choice um
2: for <laughs> I me mean, it was it triggering looking, yeah, it was
4: looking rough the first couple weeks. I was like, now what is this and people are just watching that. and then I was like, do I need to get a big brother podcast like I was like, what's going on <laughs> um but yeah, that was my first season wild but my favorite season hmm, I really don't know that I have one I want to say I really. Damn, I don't know. We stopped
5: you. You did. You don't
4: have a favorite lead. I mean, my favorite lead would definitely be, I mean, it's a tie between like Rachel and um, Rachel. I guess it's just Rachel. Uh, (laughs) I mean, Charity. Charity is
5: great too though.
4: I would say Charity's was, I think the Charity ran the season the best. And I say ran the season because I do feel like she ran that season and not the producers and not Jesse Palmer. So that was, I think, exciting for me to watch. And then, of course, Rachel was exciting as the first Black Bachelorette. And these men, maybe, I don't know. It definitely wasn't Ari. Mm -mm. It definitely wasn't. (laughs) It was Clayton. I can say my least favorite was, what's his name? It's okay. Uh, oh, Pabbs, Pabbs,
5: Juan,
4: Pablo. Juan Pablo, I cannot stand that man. Um, <laughs> no, so that was my his,
3: uh, his mom was on Clubhouse wild. Oh. No, I did not. Wild <laughs> behavior on Clubhouse. I believe it. Juan Pablo's mom. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was time. It room. Was time.
1: that was crazy. We were going through it. Mm-mm. It was rough. No,
4: absolutely People not.
1: Un, uninvited She was
4: like coming into y'all's clubhouses. Uh, Garen's Garen
1: yeah yeah, gig bro. Yeah, absolutely, Boy, not. absolutely
4: not. Absolutely not.
1: Yeah, that yeah. was probably
4: my least fave.
1: So, uh, before before we jump into <laughs> this finale, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to know a little bit more. I know that you act. Uh, both mm-hmm. you and Killer are actors. So, mm-hmm. what is it? Um do you do stage film Mm -hmm. all of the above yeah what's your favorite what's your focus
4: Mm -hmm. yeah so I mainly focus on stage um I know that Maya is more focused she does both but she's more focused on film I would say and I am not as focused on film and tv my passion is definitely live theater So that's what I do. And I'm still doing. It's it's so funny, because I feel like people in terms of actors, they only see you as an actor when you're actively working on a project. And that's not the case. You know, I'm an actor, whether I'm working my full time job, whether I'm on stage, whether I'm auditioning. And so at this point, um, I just did my first show back after my diagnosis over the summer. So that was amazing. And I'm super, super grateful. So I booked the show two months after my last surgery to switch from tissue expanders to my implants. And that was crazy because I'm like, oh my God, like, I guess I really just did need to take care of my body um, before I could move on with my life. Because, you know, I was auditioning during that process, which was kind of crazy to think like, how I'm going to go do a show when I'm like, still in the middle of these surgeries. And then once I finished that surgery two months later, I found out I booked something and I was able to go back and I was dancing child. I was, I did um summer, the Donna summer musical and girl, the way I was, dan- I was like, I'm not, I haven't been dancing like this since pre pandemic. Like I'm tired. And also I'm old now. Like, I mean, I'm not old, but I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, 26. Like I was when I moved old to New dancer York over
1: here. So I, here
4: yeah. Here. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Like i am crying in rehearsal. Like, I'm not going to, I'm never going to learn it. I'm not going to get it. We can't open, but yeah, I was being dramatic, but it worked out. And I, you know, was able to remind myself who I am. Okay. Cause I am that girl cancer yes. or not and yeah so that was amazing now I actually am really excited which is so weird because I never thought I would say this I got a new job and I have to go into the office two days a week and I'm like oh my god not me an office girly like I got my cute little bag and my little, little outfit and all
5: that
4: I'm like because I've been working from home basically all pandemic since the pandemic and so I'm like oh my god I get to go into the office and like look cute and see people so I'm doing that and I still work, um and I'm doing that in the social media space, which is amazing. That's like another huge passion of mine. So I'm really excited about that. But, yeah, I'm still auditioning and still have goals and aspirations in that field. So that's really exciting for me. But it is nice to, like, finally have a job where I'm like, I'm okay just doing this job until like the right thing comes along because before it was like, I'm just working. I hate my job and I need to book something. I need to book something. And now it's like, I'm doing something that I actually enjoy so that when I'm not working as an actor, I'm still, you know, living a life that I love and enjoy. So that's really, it's really, I think that just comes with the age of like being like, you know what? I am, I am very happy doing multiple things. And it's amazing that I have found that I'm passionate about other things outside of acting because the pandemic really stripped us of all of that. So yeah, I'm grateful for this new job. I just had my first full week last week and I'm still auditioning. And so we'll see what happens in 2024. So I'm excited.
3: I I had a question. If yes. you, could, you could think of like one or two songs mm-hmm. right now that frame your life where it is, what would you say they are?
4: Mm. Okay, so the first one that comes up is Uh, SZA conceded because she's talking about you know she's betting on herself and that is what I feel like I'm doing I think that the past literally three years from pandemic to figuring out my life in Chicago in 2021 to 2022 in cancer and 2023 recovery surgery trying to get back into acting all that I'm feeling like as I go into 2024, I'm finally like able to kind of close that chapter and be like, it's really giving me season. And I'm really excited about that because I think I felt like that the past couple of years. And then it'd be like, boom, boom, like something else would come and knock me down. So, yeah, I think that song Conceited by SZA and then
3: mm, I throw one at you. Yes. You're giving these motherfuckers non
4: stopping. Hey, come on. <laughs> You know, that girl, you're giving. Immediate. It's giving. It, it is. And that's, yeah, that's, I think that's also going to be my anthem going into 2024. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in the theater tomorrow night. Freaking. Trying to control weekend. myself um, from not getting up on my seat. Yeah, I just am really, really tapping into my power and my energy as a Black woman, as a cancer survivor, as a business girly making moves, all of that. And yeah, I'm no, I'm no longer making apologies and like giving myself excuses about like, oh, well, I'm, you know, dealing with this, I'm dealing with this, like it's, it's go time. And so I'm really excited and hopeful for this new year. This is the best I felt ending a year in a long, last year was bleak. It was bleak. Even like my end of the year post, I was like, I'll post a part two because the first part like it was like january february all that, and it was just me crying and i was like i'll post a part two and i was just like still depressed so i just didn't post a part two of like my happy moments <laughs> from mm-hmm. 2022 so i'm excited to feel a 180 from where i felt at the end
1: of last year for sure i love that
4: yeah mm-hmm.
1: i um i i just was in the office too by the way mm-hmm. my office is in a completely different state but i went into the office mm-hmm. um And I thought I didn't want to, because I'm very good at working remotely, but it Mm -hmm. was nice just to be in this week with colleagues and
5: Mm -hmm.
1: have to get dressed up uh, and put more than I usually get fully dressed up, to be honest, uh, because I do a lot of presenting on Mm -hmm. Zoom. So I want to feel like I'm not like in sweatpants, but it still was nice to just be in. But I was tired because I had to be on like every day. It was interesting. All right. So we are going to transition now to talk about this finale. I wish the whole season was two hours. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, we got our two hour moment and uh two hours and five minutes actually. I think it went over. Oh. It went over okay. time. They were like F paradise. But yeah, mm-hmm. but it was it was great. So we're gonna we're gonna jump in because we got a lot to talk about about this mm-hmm. whole thing. This was like such a and and prior to that we have to make note there was a very well written art. Okay. It wasn't well written. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. An article that came out in the Hollywood reporter 19 hours before the finale. So mm-hmm. all of that was tied into everything. And I'm sure we're going to hear about this as we go. So we're going to jump into what soured our sip. And I don't know who would like to go first. I'm sure everyone here only has two or three. I'm just kidding. There's so many. So I don't know which one of y'all would like to go first. If you'd like me to do an itty, meady, mighty well. Mo, that sounds right. All right, Mo, why don't you go first? Mini, money. no. You like I, that, I, huh? I, you
3: know, that was cute.
1: That, that, you know I said
5: it, but you <laughs> did it. But you're okay.
3: thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> <A good one. laughs> so, okay. Sour sips for mm-hmm. the Golden Bachelor finale. Mm. I'm just going to say, this is, this is Monique's opinion. Mm-hmm. The rush to call the Hollywood Reporter article like a nothing burger, a hit piece. Yes, it was a hit piece. And it hit things that I've been that saying since the very beginning of the season. Evasive. He's He has evasive answers about his relationship history. He has been evasive about his sexual history. He apparently has never been kissed for, for like six years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like that's the truth cuz you got women moving into the house. Um you know, I don't know.
2: You yeah, Monique, um just give us a rundown of what the article said in case anybody didn't read it. Absolutely. Yes. So, uh, in case you
3: didn't read it, they had a quote from Gary about the extensive vetting that's done. Fingerprinting, sexual, you know, transmitted disease uh panels, um going through background checks, all of that. <laughs> but, you know, his LinkedIn seems to be leaving a lot to uh, a lot of things to question when you go to The Bachelor and the information that's out about him and what's been crafted around his narrative. On his LinkedIn, it says he was a restaurateur and that he finished up with that in the 80s. Uh, and then he's done several other jobs, picked up some other jobs. But on the show, I can't even remember what they said his job was and that he's been retired for however long. It's just it doesn't seem to really line up. And then they did an extensive portion about uh, his his dating history. They kind of said that, you know, maybe a month or so after his wife had passed, he was communicating with someone and um, got into a relationship with that person, moved that person into the house he was going 50/50. He a 50/50 um dude. I was going to say 50/50 nigga but he's not nigga. Anyway, whatever. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, we
3: we well we've on Clubhouse we've been listening to a lot of 50/50 uh rhetoric. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um here we are. Uh and it comes full circle with Gary. Imagine in your 70s you want to go 50/50 mm-hmm. with your um dating partners okay cool so yeah but he moved someone in and then um it came to a point where they were breaking up and he was like you got to get up out the house oh this oh the reason why they had kind of went sour is he had a high school reunion or some sort of reunion she wanted to go he said you're not going looking like this you need to lose some pounds what's going on with you so it's a bit of fat shaming body shaming and then um, she couldn't handle that uh, for much longer. And then she was going to move out and um, she fell down the steps in the course of moving out of the home when he wasn't there. And he accused her of trying to you know, make that a part of their breakup or something like that. Uh, all of these are my summations. Just wanted to give that disclaimer as we proceed. So there's that. It's a lot going on, a lot that went mm. un, unspoken of. We would have thought, you know, from the bachelor Chiron's, and from everything that was crafted, every time he's been asked about his dating history, he might as well just say, it's none of your fucking business. <laughs> like the way he said it about mm-hmm. the, the fantasy suites. It doesn't seem like it's any of our business. So here we
1: are. Cool. Okay, Claudia. Hi. I just want to start by saying I love you. I love you too. You're going to disagree. I'm about to to go in. Okay. So yes. So when we don't like fat shaming, um, so that part, uh, most, most men fat shame, sadly, a lot of people fat shame, you know, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I'm not going to dismiss That's, that's definitely not okay. And I like that you gave the disclaimer after you started (laughs) You love it. That's what you got to do. You're like. Easy. By the way, these are the thoughts and musings. These are the thoughts and musings of Monique. So, mm-hmm. Yes. No, I love you. So, so the thing for me, why I said it was somewhat of a nothing burger. I didn't, I didn't use that term, but that's a good term. Mm-hmm. I would say, is because I feel like, I mean, did the man? I mean, for me, and I and I talked to you about this. I I felt like maybe because maybe you're protecting the people you did date. Maybe he didn't want to kind of reveal that. Maybe the edit from the producers was what we got, right? Because they do have a PR team, a marketing team. They have to market him a certain way. They searched for years for this person. And at the same time, ABC Warner Brothers is not known for their researching. They're not really like smart, <laughs> good researchers but they may have actually, cause some of this stuff, how would it have come out? Maybe this Carolyn, quote unquote Carolyn woman is trying to come for him do dirty. Maybe it's all true. We don't know, right? Cause this must've come out afterwards. But I mean, I would be embarrassed if I was on one of these shows. That's why I won't be on one of these shows. I mean, maybe some guy (laughs) that he felt wronged, even though I didn't feel like I wronged him, but maybe, you know, we'll come out and say something. And normally I'm not somebody who would like absolve someone of this stuff. I'm not saying that he should be absolved, but I just, I don't know if this is all his fault. I don't think, because it's only, we only get from all of these shows what they show us and -hmm. what they edit and the way that they put him out there. So if they tell him, don't you dare, and he signs all this paperwork, like, yeah, by the way, you better say you are a farmer uh, and a pastor, and you better not, you know, talk about some other stuff. Because I've been going back and forth. At first, I was like, oh, Gary, how could you do this? However, what happens later in the episode, I can fault him for the stuff that I see, uh, but I can't necessarily fault him for, like, stuff, I don't know. I mean, I think I think a lot of it came from what they were trying to put out there, like a nice old sweet widow grandfather, and that was on them. I, I don't blame him for like some of the stuff. However, I can blame him for what, like I said, what we, what he's given us. I'm done speaking.
0: Well, in true fashion, we are, I'm always somewhere in the middle. Victoria, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm never, I'm never quite on either side of it. So I'm kind of like I'm right in the middle. So I think it's a good time for me to just lay it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to tacky, trashy tabloids, I always take it with a grain of salt because I never know how much of it is true and how much they're going to take things. They can take something that is slightly true and then spin it to like the nastiest place. Like I know you've seen like the inquiry and all of those things when you're walking out of the grocery store mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. headlines are there, it's to get you to buy the story. The story mm-hmm. has to be as salacious and nasty as possible because that's what people want to read. <laughs> mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. whenever I see th- those things, I'm like, I know that there may be some truth to it, but how much of it is true? And whenever there's stories like this, there is this woman's perception of what happened. There is Gary's perception of what happened. And then for me, the truth is always somewhere in like the middle of that. It's never one or the other. So I'm never gonna absolve Gary of his fault and wrongdoing with that situation because there had to have been something there because I can't see, based off of his reaction and his response to things, I, I read between the lines, there's some truth to to what was put in that sure. story, but yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know if it's as bad as they made it out to be in the article. I, I mm-hmm. definitely think there was something there, but I'm going to show a tiny little bit of grace because some of the stuff that they were saying in the article, I felt like it just seemed like they were shooting for something and putting it out the day before the finale felt intentional it felt very very oh, it, intentional. that was intentional calculated yeah that was intentional. because I was like you you didn't just lay upon this like you didn't just happen upon this right now you wanted it to come out right then and there when all eyes were on Gary in this finale and just to, to put it out there because I, I mean he was identified as being the bachelor how long ago and people were all up excited about it where would that that would have been a time to drop an article like that if you started you know searching for this person I just timing for me always makes me feel like mm-hmm. it could have just been just a calculated way to get the views the clicks people to mm-hmm. buy I don't even know do they still sell those in papers now can you still get like, sure, But I, however I they
1: wanted people to get
0: they wanted the traffic for sure yeah. that, that was
1: there was no other yeah. reason to drop it when they did like you said And I, for me if you're going to drop an expose and that's all you're giving us this sort of vague vagueness <laughs> like everyone's mm-hmm. like oh i thought this was like you have pictures and you have like audio and mm-hmm. you know you have the woman's name and she's ready to like, like a like reality steve you know mm-hmm. we don't talk about him but it's a he said she said at this point it's just honestly he, that he said and it's kind of like yeah. you, you all waited for this like and so it looked like they were mm-hmm. like one of the movies that you ever watch like when you're trying to get the scoop before like it releases <laughs> Like we gotta get mm-hmm. all right. Let's just let's just push out whatever we got. So that's how I felt. But I do I'm believe Jesse. in some truth. I just I think I'm with you on G- on that, Gina. Like I just don't. Or know Jesse
0: when he says this is the most dramatic yeah. ending ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like
4: where was it? Yeah. Where was the drama? I mean, it was I, outside
1: the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah.
4: Exactly. Yeah. I didn't read the article. I think now that you're talking about, it, I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember seeing some things about that. I will say I feel like. I believe the fact that he didn't take him that long to move on just because my mom is a widow and we lost my dad when I was in high school. And my mom is still single to this day. Whereas I know I've um, seen like either friends, parents um where like they've lost their mom or, you know, people that I know who've lost their spouse and men, I don't know what it is, but they are quick to, find another partner. And I'm always a little bit like um okay, uh <laughs> but I so that part makes me think like okay, yeah, I I'm he started talking to somebody a month later. Unfortunately, like and especially if they were older, you know, like I don't want to say your emotions turn off, but I feel like you're I don't know, like the I don't know. I just feel like if you're a bit older, you're like, well, let's just see what else is out there, you know? And I think when you're younger, you're more in touch with like the, the grief and the loss. So I don't know. So that part, I'm like, okay, I can definitely see him and, and with him looking how he looks being like, I can go, maybe I can go out and meet somebody new. I get to date again. So I don't want to say that that's exactly how he was feeling, but I could definitely see that part of the narrative being true. So, um, I was, I
3: had a counterpoint, but then everyone talked and then I forgot it. However, I should have started typing it up. One thing though, that I will say is that um, the LinkedIn is the LinkedIn. And also there's the, he said, she said of it all, but also the text messages that probably exist because I'm feeling like all of them breakup joints was in a text. I'm sure people can produce receipts. We don't really, I think at this point, it's no, there's no point in it. Uh, him and his chosen are they're moving on I think that the narrative is crafted already to sweep all of this away and under the rug and people were trying to wake it up at the beginning of the season do, this is oh, I remember this point so do you remember when Iqbal um, they had I think Andrew Spencer on at that time and someone had written in and his producer's against their policy read out the the t on gary and immediately they got hit with so much backlash it was almost like the fire hoses sprayed them the hell out the way like you it, they got completely blasted for for that and the stuff that was woken up in the hollywood reporter that are alleged, right? We don't have any real statistics or, you know, real concrete evidence was some of the things that they were saying on Iqbal's podcast. So, but it became a nothing burger because there is this leap and jump to kind of immediately uh, save Gary for whatever reason. I haven't seen this in the case of anyone else that's had this sort of thing. And my final point is that yes, Gary is not responsible for his edit. He's not responsible for most of that, but he is responsible for the things that he's saying when people are asking, asking him questions on his season in his show. I've never really seen anybody that's been shy about talking about their dating history when they're the that's how they got on the show. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they vetted for like two and a half years. We thought the show was going to be a joke. And they did find someone that is what we what we perceive in the packaging as a very outstanding and sensational older man. However, the show, ABC, Warner Brothers, whoever, Disney, decided to create a very elusive and invasive, uh, invasive narrative around him that doesn't make sense when people are like, he dated he kissed people. He moved in, he moved someone into the house. Y'all are saying that none of that ever happened and that he's just this weeping widower. And he is that right. But additionally, he has dated. Additionally, he has some of these other things that I think are very interesting in terms of like dating these other, you know, 20 something women They do, are they not entitled to know any of that? Like, am I not entitled to know when's the last time you had sex?
0: I'm you not might sure have talked about
3: I it in it the to fantasy suite. Yeah. I, I say based I, I, on I, Teresa's
0: I, response. Teresa didn't seem surprised. I don't know if she's just putting on a brave front to mm-hmm. try to be like supportive of her now fiance, mm-hmm. but she seemed to be like. I mean, I'm gonna say it in my own words. I know my man, we talked about it. We don't have to explain this to you. He and I have an understanding and I know what's going on. That was the energy she was giving yeah. in an mm-hmm. interview that she just did maybe like, I think they did maybe like yesterday or something like that. But I saw it on um, online. She very much was like, I'm good. Like, I I know hey, what I name, need to know. Nothing was, nothing was shocking to me. It to me, was almost what I said. Maybe it was to you, but he told me. And I'm yeah. the only person mm-hmm. that needs to know. That was the energy sure. she Mm-hmm. Which and for me, is ultimately, like if, if you gave it to her and and she chose to be engaged to you, whether she found out before the engagement or after, if she got the truth, then good. For and that's me. all that matters. Yeah, that's all that matters. The one thing
1: the one thing I'll say, and then we can go on to the next uh, the next one, Monique, is that I feel like because we're dealing with a different person, right? We're dealing with a different type of uh, contestant. And because when I'm 23 on the show, I don't have a whole family at home watching. I have like, you know, parents and stuff, Mm -hmm. but I don't have like my kids and my grandkids watching. I think Mm -hmm. that there's a difference of him being mindful of that. I think that for all these people, because I know my son, I would be that's would be in my head, not like my boss, not like my friends, even like my son watching and Mm -hmm. watching me maybe get hurt or watching me bring up stuff that's like uncomfortable. I feel like he was very protective of maybe his family, maybe the woman he dated or women he's dated. And, you know, cause you're dragging all these other people into it when you do it, we could mm-hmm. just say, I dated somebody, but I think for his whole thing, I-, I think it's a combination of what the producers wanted him to say and didn't say. And I think it's also that, um, you know, like just, there's a whole string of adults <laughs> attached to their stories, mm-hmm. including Teresa's. So I, I, you know, I kind of don't want to know. I don't want to know stuff. It's none of that stuff really bothers me, except for the fat shaming thing. To be honest, like I don't really, I don't really care about any of that. If mm-hmm. it's if they're trying to tarnish this man's reputation on that, on on the other stuff, I I don't know. I don't know. It's just me. If he if he mistreated her, and yeah, I mean, I I've been on a lot of dates. Dutch seems to be a thing that people do. <laughs> Dutch is. A thing. I'm not saying I like it, but yeah, yeah. Right.
3: So what's um, point number two point four? And and this is my final. You have to let people go. This show has a way of dragging people all the way to that final altar to blow up their entire narrative Mm -hmm. about love. And it's really sad. Thankfully, he didn't do that, but he would have Um, had it not started. Like the vibes were really off. Right. Had the vibes not really started to be off after she said, I really I just really love you. He went like completely, dark, like white. He was like, mm-hmm. uh, I can't fucking do this. Like, I can't do this. And I think he saved himself by having that moment going back in there and and ending things because it would have been really horrible had he, you know, dragged her right back out there with her sixty thousand dollar dress, which was probably blue, the breakup blue, mm-hmm. and her heels to dump her. Um, it just, you know, you have to let people go. If, if they're not it, they're not it, but this show will just completely drag you through the mud just to, just to get that shot, just to get that last mm-hmm. moment you're about to like, or when the man is about to get down on one knee and they know that they're not allowed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when Caitlin allowed Nick to almost get down and then pulled him up. Terrible.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: terrible. So that was, that was my thought.
0: That's a good one. I'm in a sticky spot when it comes to that though, too, because we talked about it in our clubhouse rooms. We're still live watching that. You know what you're getting into on this show and you can't, like the way that you would handle things in the real world is not the way that it can be handled for this show that is being produced. Mm-hmm. They have to get rid of people week by week. There has to be people in the end you get to that point where you have two or three people, you know, at the end and you have to make these decisions. And I feel like there's never going to be an easy way to do it. Like, as I was listening to Leslie and I felt for her so much, I felt really bad that she just got to that point, but he was going to have to make a choice. And if it wasn't, if it wasn't you, it was going to be Teresa. And I think that's the part where I get a little bit like, Do we not realize the show that we signed up for And this? I Mm -hmm. have this question for contestants every single season. Do you not understand that you are putting yourself in a position, which is why I would never go on this show ever. I I could never emotionally allow myself to love someone knowing that there is a chance that they could reject me for someone Mm -hmm. else that they have fallen in love with. I don't think I could go on a show like this. I just I just don't know if they're if they're paying attention to that piece of it, because it's like you're you may not get chosen. If you get that Mm -hmm. far, you should really know that there is a chance that it will not be you. Even with whatever conversations you've had, you have to know that something is going on with someone else and that it may be that that person. How do you say all the things?
4: Well, I think that's what I was going to say. I think because she was so upset about like, why did you say this to me? Why did you say that to me? I think like I think that you can't go on this show. Thinking you can't go on the show as a contestant as not the lead, thinking that the lead is not going to fall in love with multiple people. Like you just have to be like, I'm in love with him, but he's probably in love with her and her. Um, and it especially also, he's,
3: he's also telling you, telling people he's that telling in you. love with
4: them. And he's telling you. And also, I think in Leslie's case, she was clearly a front runner from the beginning, where to where, like, which we saw from the from the um after the reels last night, that you know, even the other women in the house were like, girl, why are you worried? And she's like, I don't know, like, I don't know what could happen. So, I think that you just have to know that. But I can understand that in the moment, as you're getting your heart crushed, that you are like, Well, why would you say this to me? Why would you say? And it's like watching back, she probably is like, Well, he probably did feel that way about me, but he just felt stronger about her. And like, that sucks. But that's the show that I signed up for. And I think that we got that reaction only, like, we wouldn't have gotten that reaction had she gone to actual like finale day, because she would have had she she would have been more put together. So she wouldn't have like broken down, I think as much. I think her being in the comfort of like her own space and already breaking down was like, well, now that you're here, well let me tell you this. And let me tell and yes, please let yourself out because I'm pissed. And so I think there was like good and bad to it happening in that moment because we did get a different kind of breakup. I think if everything was like rainbows and butterflies and then she got broken up and was more blindsided I think we would have got like the traditional like I don't know I can't believe that this is happening in tears but because of that like slow burn of Gary being like I actually hate you she was like wait a minute like she got to feel all the things and like literally saw it happening she like saw herself losing her man like in slow motion and was like well I feel some type of way about this So I get it. I felt for her, too. Obviously, like she's had a couple marriages. And so that like rejection is probably very much a trigger for her. So I'm not like mad at her reaction. But I'm also like, but girl, like this is the show. So,
1: yeah. I have something to say. This was on my list of since we're talking about Leslie. So I know everybody was like, oh, yeah, girl, you tell him. And yeah, get your getting your emotions out. Mm hmm. And I said this in the story, so maybe people are gonna hate me. I don't know. I don't care. So I think it was very dramatic. I felt like even when she talked the previous week, and I do get. I again, I'm divorced. Twenty years next year. Some of y'all ain't even twenty years old. Jasmine, mm-hmm. Gina, maybe Vic. Uh, so maybe like well I, I was well so over. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Well over. So I um, I'm like the crypt keeper here. Okay. So I so it'll be 20 years that I've been like divorced, mm-hmm. never married, nothing. Right. And, uh, never remarried since that time. And so I get it right. I get Leslie's world. I, I understand. And I get about like, Oh wow. I would, and I, and I would have wanted someone to spend, you know, have to be locked in within that way. It just didn't work out. I had long-term relationships. It just didn't work out, right? I think, however, and I think again, to your point, she does know which fricking show she signed up for. This is not, and she's probably been watching longer than the kids on paradise. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like we all know what the show is and you're going, you're, you're one of, you know, the chances are small. And she was a front runner for me. I got a sense of entitlement from her. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, what do you mean, Teresa? Like, I think she was like, I got this in the bag to your point. Mm-hmm. And when she was off, and I think she's probably, you know, she's an attractive woman. We saw her dancing at the Crystal Light Aerobics Awards in the 80s. She seems to have always had a presence. I mean, she was like an aerobic person. So she was probably she, always she, very attractive. She got a
4: song about her by Prince, apparently. Yeah, you know, that's what she
1: said. Yes, I, 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 I need to see those files. I need Allegedly. to see that those. here to tell the tale. So, right. I, mm-hmm. I, I got to find out from the revolution about her. Exactly. But my point is that she is like, at that level, right? Like, well, she's probably yeah. always hot, always all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think she thought, like, th- this little homemaker lady or whatever Teresa mm-hmm. is older. Teresa is not as whatever as me. She's she's once Faith was out of the way, she was like, I got this in the bag, mm-hmm. as many people did. Watching, right? Um, they just they just tricked us, which I love. So she was like, okay, you're gonna break my heart. Well, I'm gonna go for Bachelorette. I'm. <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. I'm walking out of here one way or the other with, with a something partner. you're
5: gonna, gonna, gonna give me something,
1: something. Mm-hmm. so she went a little bit more i felt i felt some of it was not genuine yikes i know some of it was raw emotion but then i felt like she kept going afterwards and then even in the, the finale the live finale she's like well i don't fully like accept it but okay and, I, and in my mind, I was like, she feels like she's totally over because all the rumors have not been, She's her name has never been put out there as a potential golden blacherette. It was like never even an option because I think everybody mm-hmm. thought that she was locked in, that she was a shoo-in. So now she's like, oh no, you y'all are not going to give this to anyone else but me <laughs> mm-hmm. from that moment obviously she wasn't sure maybe but I think she definitely and I think each week of like I'm never going to spend another birthday with someone and I'm never going to do this I think she was she knows the bachelorette edit way that's my opinion I could be totally wrong and I also think both are true that she was you know she was blindsided and was you know was hurt on some level so That's my theory. I'm sticking to it. And we'll probably hear about her being the Golden Bachelorette next week. Thank you.
2: Go Jazzy. I just want to circle back to something that you brought up, Claudia. And I really, truly am so curious about this. What do we think? Do we think that part of him choosing Teresa was because... Leslie has had multiple marriages that did not work out, but like, she's not stable in relationships. Maybe Right, yeah. like wishy-washy kind of like, I don't know. Like maybe he thinks that she just dives in fully without like thinking it through. And again, I, that's not me. I just wonder yeah. if he's thinking that versus Teresa who had the same story as him is, you know, I was with this person for decades and they passed away. Yes. What Gina do y'all think?
1: A... I would love to know what everybody thinks. Yeah, of I, that. I just, Gina, just real quick. So I think, he, I think he genuinely got turned on by her when he found that she was like a badass financial. He was like, "Oh, you had like this whole like like she had a different type of lifestyle." I don't mm-hmm. know about the multiple marriages, but I feel like that was her. Th- that her having Teresa had like was set up for success with, without a man, she was more independent. She was more like surprisingly, because I think when you see Teresa, she came across very meek and very quiet and very, Mm -hmm. you know uh, you know, with the fighting with um, Kathy and all this stuff, and then not even fighting with her, like kind of like taking back. And I think we all kind of thought she was soft, but she was like this badass like traitor in the Mm -hmm. eighties and nineties. It was like, Oh shit. You know, and you know, me, my whole, Mm -hmm. Business entrepreneurial was like hell yeah all right like this is and I think he was impressed and whatever the hell happened in that fantasy suite something happened in there that turned him out so out knocked his boots off that's what happened something only a Jersey girl could do that's it's true
0: it's close (laughs) enough to New York it's
1: close enough to New York but that's what happened that's that Mm -hmm. is what happened something happened in there but I think he was just kind of like I think Leslie was kind of riding on the usual that she rides on, the looks, the charisma. And Teresa was just, she was like, I'll get him in the fantasy suites. And that was it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But no, um, aside from what I think us Jersey girls can do, um, I think that the same way that in the other French, like the rest of the franchise, that having coming from a good family, good stock, where your parents have been married forever, I think the same now is going to hold true with these golden bachelors. <laughs> the This part of the franchise where being in these long term relationships that you can prove, it's almost like you're you're proven. I've been doing like a lot of reading about like horse breeding and stuff where it's like they want to breed with what is like proven breeds of, of horses. Like you have to show that you came from good stock that you've you know, that your horse has won a lot of races. Hold
2: on. Why have you been reading about this? I don't know. I, I got, I was I, I, I wasn't. Was, we, did we didn't to get into that don't, but worry I was, about that. don't worry about that. Drop that nugget randomly. <laughs> <and then> they- <laughs> no.
0: But anyway, it, 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 it did start to ring true where like, I th- I saw some of the parallel there where it's like, they want to show that they're from like, what has been like proven good stock. And in this case, you know, you have someone that has a very similar breeding to you as far as like someone that's been married for you know to their high school sweetheart for 40 plus years versus the person that isn't as proven because they've had failed attempts and haven't been able to make it now I don't agree with it but I can see how you might think that sticking with someone who's more similar to you background wise and you might I don't know I feel like they always appreciate that side of things like the the long marriages and all of that. That seems to be something that has a lot of weight with the core of this audience. We know that we've spoken about this plenty of times. A lot of people have been shunned that didn't come from that stereotypical right. background mm-hmm. on this show. I think, I feel like we see this a lot
4: with the final two. And I think that Gary chose the route that most people don't choose and so maybe and also because they're older maybe this will be a relationship that actually lasts because i think and someone posted either an article or someone wrote about it i don't know if it was like ash or someone but about how within the final 2 there's always like your wish person and then there's like your your person like your safe person and most of the people because they're in this new most of the leads because they're in this new position and they're like oh i could try out like i never would have thought i would have had a chance with this type of person Like, and they seem to be into me. So let me go with that. And then, you know, three months later, they're broken up because that wasn't your person. And the other person was clearly better for you, but they just weren't exciting to you because you've seen that before and you've had that before. So I think like we saw with Michelle and Nate and um, Pilot Pete and all the eight women that he uh, chose. Most of them, them, (laughs) all of them. And so I feel like here, this is a moment where I was like, Gary was smart in this moment in choosing Teresa, and also I'm. I said I like turned my critical mind off, but me early on I was like, this woman gonna win. Like they're trying, they always try to make us think that it's gonna be one person. You could tell by the music and the vibe and stuff. And you know, I'm like, y'all trying to make us think that this woman is about to win, but she's not about to win. It's gonna be this one. Um, it was like same thing with Sean and Catherine's season. We were like, nobody thought Catherine was gonna win, but if you were really watching, you're like, nope, she's the clear winner. So I think with. With Leslie, that's exciting. That's fun. She's, you know, this hot older woman, quote unquote. And so that's, I think, what the leads normally go for. And so I think that that's probably also why she was like, oh, I'm clearly the winner here. um, Because this is what I see every season. But she didn't maybe think about the fact that those relationships never work out. And Teresa, who is very like badass, but also like very regular, like isn't always like they're not always joking and laughing and in a honeymoon phase. Like they're just having real conversations that you would expect your grandma and grandpa to be having. Yeah, it just it just seemed like he took the he chose like the opposite route for most leads. And I think that was good and honestly the best thing for him. I'm not saying that like if if him and Leslie would have got together that it wouldn't have worked out. But I just think that this makes the most sense and
1: I think that it was the best decision. Agreed. We're going to circle back, Monique. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that was your last one. That was your last one. But we really that out. and We did. I totally did jump in because we were talking about the Leslie thing. So I was like, I have to bring that up. Uh, Jasmine, do you have any others to add?
2: Actually, we kind of covered most of mine because I had written down, um, you know, what the hell did he say to Leslie in the fantasy suites that made her think I'm 100% in. So we kind of talked about Thanks that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She uh, was like, "I turned your world inside <laughs> out."
1: <laughs> this we trick always about- works.
2: <laughs> we <laughs> talked through, um, you know, the article and the allegations. So I, you, I think we touched everything that I had on my list. So um, maybe Gina okay. had some more to add. Yeah, with. Gina, did you have any extra? Um,
0: we we did cover a good, a good portion of it, but I think the only other thing it's just, I think we touched upon it a little bit. It's just, I just, I don't like that negative spin that gets put on people that don't have as much experience. And this might be my HR hat coming on where it's like, if you never give someone a chance that doesn't have experience, how are they ever supposed to get experience with anything? So I just, I don't, that that little tidbit always seems to, to bother me. Like, geez, like. Maybe they're going to be the one that breaks the cycle and their family are not the ones that have like a successful marriage and all that other stuff uh, to come out of it. So that's always just, I just, I hate that spin that's always put on it where one sort of, you know, coming from one sort of family is put on a pedestal versus another. It's just, I don't mm-hmm. like that. And then I also just don't like that. We didn't find out who the, the golden bachelorette was. <laughs> like I knew it wasn't going to happen when I saw how many minutes we had left in the show <laughs> at a certain point. Going. I was like, we're not getting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have a they, I have a theory, but they also hold on before the theory. They asked us to uh, to still have people apply. Yeah. And when I saw that and I was like, I was like, oh, they're not even ready yet. They don't even have a crop of men ready for this. They asked for people to apply for the Golden Bachelorette.
1: And both. they said, both. yeah, they, they said, said both. both. Yeah. Yeah. No, because they have they already have their pool. They've interviewed so many people. They probably already have their pool of men ready to go, maybe one or two like new people, if somebody's in a relationship, they always have like a pool of people, but I'm sure they're getting ready for the next round of of folks. Like, but my theory is again, like I said, I think everybody was like, it's going to be Ellen. It's going to be Faith. It's going to like each week, it was like Faith was not on the list until Faith was mm -hmm. a possibility. And then like each person is, I mean, I think it's going to be Leslie now, but I don't, I think it was like kind of a scramble. I think they have, I think they were like really locked in with one of these other people. And then based on the way this went down and people's reaction, I think that they may actually I think they're taking their time. And when the hell will this air? I don't think it will air the same time as Joey season. So I think they'll probably do it in between. So they have I think they're being smart and giving it a little bit of time to pick the right person.
0: We're never getting any free time. No, it's, I didn't so yeah, it's not good for us, but it's never getting any time off.
1: <laughs> but I also can't do two season two shows in a season again. That's but that's it, a lot. is it just me or like I'm over Leslie? I'm I'm good. I don't want Leslie, I'm, but I think yeah, I think she over. has a, but she has climbed
0: right to the top. She has and, and I don't I think I I really genuinely think it's gonna end up being her, even though for me if I'm going off of who I would Want to see... I'd love to see Ellen. Yeah. It's just me. Um, I mean, I would love Ellen.
2: No one's talking about Joan. I would love to see Joan. But Joan, I think, will Mm -hmm. be boring.
1: Why? Joan is pretty... No, Ellen has the Susan spunk a little bit but she also has like that heartwarming story that her friend brought her on I think yeah from, yeah. A, from a tv perspective she can carry the season like if it was down at Teresa Teresa was never going to get
2: it because Teresa oh, can't carry no Teresa right? Right
1: but like mm-hmm. faith even faith that was kind of like eh. but she still has like oh I ride motorcycles like all of these other women had like some kind of like thing but I think Ellen would give us the best of both heartwarming and also like mm. you know she would, she would give us good tv Susan's she's too mm-hmm. out there. Like, sweet, you know, like, but I'm not
2: here for Ellen. I don't know. Joan and Faith would be my picks. Leslie, uh, fine. I, I mean, that's Joan, that's Joan, what Joan is happen. not
1: bad. Joan is lovely. Like, I think she's lovely. I don't know. if She would carry like a season. She, she. Mm. W- I wouldn't be mad at it. I would watch it, obviously. But Faith, um, I don't know. Faith was in the camp of Leslie for me. I feel like mm-hmm. they were they tried a little too hard for it. Um. Uh, so I don't want to give it to them.
2: Yeah. So yeah. so wait. I just so none of us think that Miss Patty Matt James's mom <laughs> Damn, <laughs> wasn't me. even at the finale. No. Whoever still mm-hmm. in wasn't even in they the They completely. No. They completely. The women tell all. She said nothing. They didn't nothing. ask her a single question. Or they, mm. she just did say mm. something, they they edited mm. out again. They yeah. Were like, Not even
3: on the Bachelor data page. I don't like, think she night mm. one
1: No, I don't think she yeah, even gonna make go it go to right the, the bottom. I don't think oh, she's Miss into Patty. it. I don't think it was her thing. I think she's not really into it, like, mm. for herself. Mm-hmm. You know who I, I
2: would love to see, actually, that we didn't say? Uh, I would love Miss Sandra. I would love to see her as yeah. the
1: lead. Mm. Oh, she she's going to be, if they have some sort of spinoff show, I don't okay. think they would do Paradise because people would die in those conditions. <laughs> winter. <laughs> but, winter. Me. We talked about this. I, yeah, spin. no, I think she would be... I think she'll be on that. We need her on that. You'll mm-hmm. be like Olivia. And we need her, in her season, on something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can't have her like. Bachelorette would be crazy. She'd be telling these men like, get out of my face. Mm-hmm.
2: She'd be. Mm, yeah. Fuck. Right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Farting up a storm. She ain't going to She she'll be like, you take this or not. I can't get mm-hmm. over the
2: part. I thought it was fake. I was thought crazy. it was fake when we watched it um, live.
1: Just. No. Mm-mm. Wow flatulence was powerful um anyway anyway (laughs) why don't we take a quick break and then we'll come back and uh talk about what filled our cup and we're back and we're all black um love to see it (laughs) so (laughs)
3: Mm -hmm. let's get into what filled our cup who would like to start should I just go again yes okay great um my (laughs) My cup was filled by Susan, Kathy, Joan, and Sandra. I love them. Put Mm -hmm. put us in the group chat. I saw a tweet that said, put us in the group chat. We don't even got to talk. We just want to see what you all are talking about. Susan, they had the camera on Susan. And I I was talking with my girlfriend, like something happened um, when he was breaking up with Leslie. And she said something like something, something, fuck this, blah, blah, blah. You could see her mouth it. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this is gold!" Mm-hmm. I mean, she gonna be hosting somebody, motherfucking show. Okay, he should be there He is a joy and a talent. She's yeah. gonna be hosting. Oh, she would give a great oh. season. Oh, she's whatever she does. It's gonna be great. Put her as on- a
1: host, She'd be great as a host. She put her be on the Food
3: Network. Put her on mm-hmm. uh, What Happens Live. Be the bartender every episode. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. We need yeah. more Susan. This That's is what we came. Secret. It's like the Renaissance. This is what we came to see. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what we came to see.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and then I had, oh, so listen, um, I ain't gonna hold you. They are petty as fuck for showing faith seven million times, crying, still, yeah. still not over it. There did come a time though when he was breaking up with Leslie. That she was like, mm-hmm. 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 looking a little, it was looking a little familiar. It's looking like what happened to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. So she kind of, you can see her kind of fall out of love there, because she is still very deeply ingrained and invested in mm-hmm. Stan in a way that you can kind of understand, but you also are like, babe, you gotta, you gotta move on. You mm-hmm. gotta move forward. You gotta move on. So, um, it petty to watch uh very petty to like continue to just have her in the small little box like i wasn't watching i had to rewind what was going on because mm-hmm. I, I was on i was on faith watch i was on like <laughs> and faith is crying mm-hmm. and faith is back on the screen again uh, oh, oh there's faith again they sh- they just kept showing her and it was like it was what they like i think someone was consoling her while <laughs> While it was happening, like someone was like, you know, she was in the arms of one of the women and I'm like, this is too much. This is a lot. They shouldn't, I don't think they should have invited her to be honest with you, but, yeah. well, we, wouldn't have have, have but we wouldn't <laughs> have gotten this, right? We wouldn't have gotten the sort of very messy, you know, like she can't be invited to the wedding. She's going to run up on that, run up on that right. stage. Oh, when she... that who, who objects?
5: I'm still in love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, he's
3: like, I take the faith. Just kidding. <laughs> and then my final one is um it's kind of a sour sip but also a, a filled cup so they were really able to like in a commercial break switch the narrative to be this like oh my god a happy ending when he really did i think he did leslie the fuck wrong and I think he mm-hmm. did her dirty like pretty dirty mm-hmm. but within a commercial break everybody was like
5: oh my god they're getting
3: married and i'm like but just five minutes ago, y'all wasn't fucking with this at okay. all. No Sorry. one was fucking with it. And I, I listened to the clubhouse room last night. It was amazing. You guys did a great job. I wasn't there because I was renaissancing. But we had fun. Y- y'all were doing yeah, the, the, tip- the most. Y'all were on the same tip that I was watching it. I was like, this is just like Bachelor of Yesteryear. Oh, this is a mess. Mama. He, cuckoo. we knew he wasn't picking Leslie, but it was a mess. And then just in like a small two-minute and twenty-five-second commercial break, just like that, everybody's back in. Everybody's <laughs> like,
1: oh, Gina, amazing love story. Bring they out they had to do shots to get mm-hmm. them to shots. Yeah, yeah, they, that wasn't that was uh the crowd was into it. But remember the gas <laughs> from the
3: crowd when they went to commercial because Gina mm-hmm. did it. Gina was like, how the fuck. Y'all going to go on commercial break at this moment. But mm-hmm. Jesse even was like, Jesse was melting out of his chair. Right. For the commercial he was shaking break. his
4: head. Yeah. He was shaking it. I was like, ooh. And then, and then I keep wanting to call him Jerry. Um, Gary, he had the nerve to be like, as Leslie's crying, he said, be happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, what? That took me out. I said, not be
2: happy. Okay, I said, vibe, okay, it's it's like, like, heartbroken. Victoria, mm-hmm. we were in the clubhouse yes. and Gina could attest to this. I said, What did he just say?
4: I said, be like, happy. Did he say I, said, I was like, oh. did
2: he say, Are you happy? And Gina was like, no. He said, be happy. Be it was a command. <laughs> what you have a command? To
0: I had to rewind it because I was like, wait a minute. I need to turn on the caption. <laughs> I need to know what did he really mm-hmm. just say what I thought he just said? And he don't really said. <laughs> and I, I feel like I can understand
4: where his you know, he was trying to do the whole don't cry because mm-hmm. it it's over, smile because it happened. Like, yeah. But even so, just leave. That's not, read the mm-hmm.
1: room. That's not what I was needing in that moment. So, yeah. the last you thing I need to me do, be a mess. Exactly. And get it out. And then that's it. And tell you F off. And I'm sorry to yeah. hate you. And then good. And he was yeah. like, I don't know how to handle this. This is, be happy. This is a
0: lot. Okay. Yeah. So, of
3: course, so, of course, I couldn't watch it without my girlfriend because she suddenly is invested in this bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. first of all just invested first of all we were watching it and like you ever like look at like because you and gina and i used to do this we used to just like stop and be like bitch mm. <laughs> we had like 14 moments but we were watching it like this is crazy like what is he right wild but he has this way um and she was able to like really like block all of his like gary isms he has this yeah. way of reshaping your narrative, like reshaping. Mm-hmm. He was, tr- that be happy thing? He was trying, he was trying a couple of different ways to like, like really paint the brush over what he was about to do. Right. And it just wasn't working. It, like, mm-hmm. and I, I appreciated that, but Teresa is someone that that shit works on. Yeah. And I told you. So, yeah. hey. mm-hmm.
5: so those were my,
1: those were my three. Okay, cool. I love those. Uh. Gina, you you're uh, you look ready to go. Do you have anything
0: Gina, to add? What are you laughing yeah, at? No, no, because I think that I'm gonna. I'm, people are gonna probably think I'm evil. But uh, what filled my cup was that entire scene with us. That scene was
3: amazing. You're not evil. It was, it. That was golden mm-hmm.
0: television. Holy was, yes, absolutely. All of it from him just him putting on a master class of like how not. To break up with so much. <laughs> i closed doors just tripping over everything to us finally seeing why he said what he said about like um that he that this was like a close
2: second to like his wife
0: passing Which, excuse me right. i'm sorry that's Dematical. very dramatic to me Dematical. Dematical. like
2: that don't make no sense to me what mm-hmm.
0: happened. and then him the comparison i was like how did we get like how did we get here? We, we caught, caught the bus. Mary right. and and
1: uh, Leslie gave the dramatics of a senior in high school play. It mm-hmm. was very much like Romeo and Juliet, and they both were like, "How could you do this? This is the worst thing my life. Uh, uh, this is as bad as my wife died." It was Jesse.
3: Like, oh, it
2: was the I'm so I'm so scared. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm scared. by the bell. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like, <laughs> it was good to me i i personally yeah. enjoyed it i did not enjoy obviously leslie's heartbreak in that moment mm-hmm. but just the whole thing i was yeah. just like, this is giving bachelor like this is what i expect from this was I'm giving kidding,
1: rachel you. Lindsay's eyelashes falling on the floor when she was talking to her TV. the four hour breakup that was like she was like exhausted Y'all like, that, that, was
3: yeah. she- that scene was four hours long when they were yeah. breaking up the nah, eyelashes that was and who who haters.
2: was it? Who had nail? Who was it recently? Who had nails popping off? Was it Clayton's season? It was Rachel. It was yeah. our girl, Someone Rachel. did have nails. It was White off. Rachel.
1: It was White right, Rachel. Yeah, oh, and her nails. I was you? like,
2: girl, oh yes, because that's when she was boohooing on the stairs, <laughs> and and she had to like. Basic, um, paper towels out the bathroom. to brown, and I said they can't give her a tissue. The, the classroom ones. No, that was terrible. <laughs> oh, <Oof.
0: laughs> so on the stairs crying. <laughs> Slayton is forever etched in my no. mind. Oh oh to my her nose <laughs> <topped> off.
4: I <laughs> feel All like right. mine Sounds along good. the same, along the same wave as Gina is prior to that. And also, like, maybe this is my evil cynical side, but prior to that, when Gary just completely switched on Leslie at the hometowns, and it, it's just so funny because already, as women, we were just more intuitive and like more aware of situations and when vibes change. And the fact that he could not hold, he is the man will not be getting his Oscar anytime soon. No. Like, the fact that he could not even pretend that he wanted her there. <laughs> I was like, mm. wow, like that must feel terrible you mean with his she, his family with his family yeah oh, yes yeah. i that, like, was that must feel she must be like i should i just go home now because like clearly you don't want me it feels like the like you know when you're young and in college or something you have a little sneaky link whatever and then you're like i suppose i guess i'll go because you have his you family trying to hang like, out uh-huh. you know they have the right. cringe
1: look on their face they were like oh yeah, right. they're like yeah, yeah. Hi. They're like, Oh, like, dad's giving us the he, he said he the, the code word, like him. this is
4: not <laughs> it was so it was so cringe to watch, and I just cannot imagine living through it, but also like in the best way, I was like, This is amazing because like this man has no he can't he cannot fake it, right. like he literally has no yeah. chill. He's like, I don't like you actually. Victoria, so, do
3: you remember the many times in Matt James's season mm-hmm. when He'd be yes. like, can, "Can I walk you out?" <laughs> he would be walking them out. Yes. He would. He would barely yes. know how to break up with them. It would be very mm-hmm. like obligatory breakup, and then yes. so like I, I know we're sitting here, but we don't need to, right? Yeah, we could just you Let's could
1: just go. go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like you, have to, you. actually don't need to stay. Here. Yeah. We don't need and to. Also, do that that. you
2: could just go. That, yeah. That's along exactly. the same lines of how they would be like, "I'm just falling for you," and he'd be like, "Thank you for that."
1: Right. <laughs> thank you for. So, thank you for telling me. Thank you yeah. for that. I
2: appreciate that. Like,
1: sorry. Oh, so no. the, Gary's version is like, "Oh, that's so kind of you to say." Oh, that's so. Yeah. mad
2: Bless oh, your heart. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, what did he
4: exactly. say? He Willikers.
2: Sure. That was a nice sentiment. Oh,
4: yeah, like I love you, and he goes. And he even said nice. to Leslie, "I can see the tears." Like, oh, <laughs> we,
3: I we were my we were melting out of the sofa <laughs> when he said. I was like,
5: oh no, I would, come I would on, just, just bring them out, bring them out. We feed
0: them. <laughs> them. Mm-hmm. I would pay exactly. for the unedited cut of that. Same. I would, I would pay, pay money
4: to too. be a PA in the. Yeah drop the room, like, to
2: Patreon we're gonna pay for it
1: <laughs> all
4: of us PA's yeah. just looking at each other like oh, I know oh my god he's sad because how like, long this this is he
1: us? Gold right
4: here. <laughs> yes. Like, like, how long do
3: you think the awkwardness went on before he left, and then was fake crying on the? He was like loving hip hop, crying on the sofa, mm-hmm. no tears, no nothing. No loving yeah. Love loving hip hop, fake crying. Yeah, the loving hip hop, the crying no tear. Not a tear has, has oh, ever been shown. Like a bachelor going with no yeah. liquid. <laughs> it was
4: great. <laughs> this goes on the cartoon. goes on the bingo board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have been in there for like
3: twenty been. minutes just being awkward or maybe it was only like 30 seconds and he was like
2: I'm gonna go so good Jasmine do you have anything I had something similar as Monique I loved the ladies in the audience because they were as they were watching it live they would just turn to each other and kind of whisper and I was like I would love to know what they are saying to each other right Mm -hmm. now because you know they were like oh he on something bullshit Kathy (laughs) was going Mm -hmm. through it Kathy was like Like looking at Susan, like Kathy and Susan, yeah, Kathy and Susan were like, yeah, rolling with Mm. the
5: homies.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's something that we didn't touch on quite yet. Leslie did have two things that she said that I absolutely loved. One of the things was when she said, "I can think what the fuck I want." Mm -hmm. Boom
3: he was trying to do the Garyism, He was trying to shape that narrative. Mm-hmm. Yes. He said, the
4: fuck mm-hmm. no, Mm-mm, we're not doing this. And that's I when everybody clapped, right? I think everybody yes. clapped. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, yep. it, 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 everybody, the
2: it. whole audience was like, girl, yeah. go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loved that one. And the second thing she said was he um apologized to her in, in the live studio. And she said, Um, I don't know if I can accept this apology, but I understand it. And I was like, "Girl, you don't mm-hmm. owe him any type of acceptance of an apology." Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I know I said like Leslie was not my favorite. I didn't, I didn't, like whatever. She's fine. I don't have a problem mm-hmm. with her. But those two statements, I was just like, "Girl, Funny. yes, yes." That we love a woman who knows that she can just pop off and say what she needs to say. So I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then I guess my the last thing that filled my cup is I'm actually despite this couple I'm so lukewarm about this couple, but I do think it's exciting we're gonna get a live wedding. I think that's gonna be really cool.
4: It's been a while since we've had. What was the last one? Was it before um, I was even run? watching the was franchise? It, Ashley it? Um, um, and
2: and Jared did
1: they have one? Oh, did they? I don't they, think that they, they had was...
3: one on Paradise on Paradise, but it no, wasn't they like
1: they the they, they, it wasn't the they wedding. Light like... Tanner. Crystal and Chris. Oh, my. That, that one went real quick. You you don't even remember it. Crystal, um, and Chris, I don't I even know, know who Mary's. that is. Yeah, you, there's no point in me bringing it up, Jasmine. On Paradise. Like who?
4: Okay, okay. I do. Now, yeah, now that you say that, you <laughs> remember the Paradise wedding, but I, I feel like from Bachelor, from Bachelor, Sean and Catherine.
1: televised wedding, it's been a while. Sean and Catherine. Televised Ari, because nobody
3: was finna watch that. Uh, Absolutely not. It's been a long time.
1: I think it a no, got pre- They got pregnant, so he couldn't have gotten they didn't have they had the babies first, no? Ari? Everyone. No one was gonna watch uh-huh. it. So they, they also and, that. And so he, he so was it. wretched. Remember the breakup with Becca? That's horrible. Yeah, they were never gonna put got, that like
3: side panel breakup. That shit was <laughs> yeah. please actually watch that again. I want to know what my girlfriend thinks about that because that's crazy. Yeah. So <laughs>
2: speaking of I mean, speaking of pregnancy, I just have to say, for those of you who were not in the clubhouse, Gina knows we were speculating. Because we were like, what the hell is this shocking thing that Jesse is mm-hmm. going to announce to <laughs> us? And I said, y'all, well, I said, what if Teresa's pregnant at 70? And everybody was like, Jasmine, go to bed, go to bed. No, <laughs> but I, I low Loki had the
4: same thought. I was like, Think. wait a minute. is she? They're not about to come out here and say they having a baby. Like, what? Hmm.
2: Yeah, I was like, if she's pregnant, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> no.
1: Can <you> imagine? <laughs> no. Um, Absolutely I didn't- not. I didn't give mine but mine are really quick i actually like jesse's hosting and the live shows i think we've said this before and i think he's getting more comfortable in his role i just and this is also could be biased because i just like looking at him you do. um but i he did he did look sorry he did sound <laughs> and host. damn what's going, on, here? What's going on sorry <laughs> i got confused with the
5: words. Confused.
4: <laughs> you should have been coming to my job granted i think he was dating that girl but he used to I used to work at a fitness studio and he would come in every single day and I'd be like, your number, blah, blah, blah. Give him his little boxing gloves and blah blah. Yeah. Um
1: that's fine. So you, cu- you should have been. I know be where coming to find in. him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now he's having a baby though, so I feel as bad. Yeah, I feel a little yeah. worse that's now sad. about it. But um yeah, I thought he was just good. I thought he knew how to support in the moments. I think he has a mix of even better than the previous host, is what I'll say about you know just being more authentic seeming like he actually cares about the feelings and the people um instead of like trying to get something out of them so yeah. i think he just seems real comfortable and they seem to be really i like the way he was with charity i think he's gonna be great with joey but he was really good with gary in this first type of new show i think he did fantastic mm-hmm. charity how did i think of it he was great with charity he's he great. he's
4: He's I think, yeah, he's doing a good
1: job of like humanizing the host and not yes. just making them. Yes. And that he's and he doesn't need to be there all the time. And he doesn't seem like mm-hmm. he's like trying for airtime either because he's, you know, so because right. he's like my my people, my Jamaican people. He has but, a lot of jobs.
3: But you, saw, you said, saw in Costa Rica, though, when they when they needed him, they had to drag him out from wherever he was to come talk to Gary so that they could get that line out. He was like, probably on his wife. He typically, but he typically has on like pants. that he had on shorts and like a
2: t-shirt.
3: He was chilling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He wasn't even mic'd up. They probably had to have the boom mic like, wait, hold
2: on.
5: Yeah, right.
2: Monique, I was going to say that too. We talked about that in Clubhouse as well is somebody was like, so is Jesse just like on call all the time? Because did he just know, like there's no way he knew that, he was going to have to show up and be like, so you just broke up with Leslie. What's going on? And it's
4: like, poor, poor Jesse. Like, is like Jesse in a tra-
2: trailer or something? The whole is Jesse
4: watching like, and not me once again uh, with the oh, Big oh, Brother oh. connection. Like, but I'm like, brother. is Jesse watching like the live feeds
1: of like what's going on all they the time? Just, just like in they the background. Say, right. Oh, Victoria, they, they that might say, be what it is. They must say you can go water skiing or whatever, but mm. stay close by. Like, here's your day off. But like, we're going to need yeah. you. Like a, like a doctor on call is what I suspect. Mm-hmm. Is that
3: he Layton, has to be... Clayton is about to tell Susie he had sex with two women. We're going to need mm-hmm. you.
2: We're going to need yeah. you. Yeah. Just stand yeah, here in the, in the background back. behind the bushes and we'll tell you when and it is time. Like,
1: exactly. what are
2: you going to do? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, other, the other thing, um,
1: how I really... What solidified Teresa for me and, and for obviously is the way she connected with his daughters. Mm-hmm. You can see it. The way his daughter... And we don't have to talk about the racially ambiguous one. But the, <laughs> I wasn't going to say it.
4: Angie
2: got,
1: something, so Angie
2: got something I, in her.
4: I, <laughs> yeah. So anyway,
1: the, the one, I, one that's. Can I say what it was giving? And then we just. No, don't. Don't. Because you told me. And I. And no, because I, I want to know. And I, I, I rebuke know. that statement, mm-hmm. even though I thought it. No, Just tell her. Victoria would it. like to
3: know. I, I would Just like to say know. Say it, Monique. Say Just, it. And Rachel Dolezal.
1: No, I told you not to say it. Okay. Anyway, yeah, it was no disrespect. Was respectfully,
3: respectfully, respectfully.
1: Yeah, yeah gonna, it was there is no that. respect in that statement. Respectfully, especially mm-hmm. if she's actually something. But we need <laughs> answers, oh, so We do need answers. To anyway, we, yeah. we, we ain't gonna talk. The texturism. No. His, the, his daughters. His daughters are lovely but they're lovely and the way and the way that they you saw it they were the ones and I think he saw it with them because mm-hmm. Ter- it, it was in that moment the way they interacted it was like oh Leslie shouldn't even come mm-hmm. to your point Victoria I was like yeah. oh le- this is yeah. gonna be there's no way he's gonna be able to duplicate this and that's that they gonna were gonna so sour this. with Leslie right it, it was just so, I knew it wasn't going to, in that moment, I knew definitively he was not going to pick Leslie because of the mm-hmm. way that they all were interacting with Teresa.
2: But mm-hmm. Claudia, so, and I can't believe I didn't bring this up earlier. I forgot to write it down. So when they were talking to Leslie, I don't, I don't remember at what point this was, but she said something along the lines of our date went so well, but then I knew you still had a date with Teresa. So they aired it out of order. Out of order. That's one say, of those. I
4: think it was, mm-hmm. I, was like, I think that they did meet Leslie first. They did. That's, that's just their editing of, you know, they never right. want to leave mm-hmm. the, the person who's going to win. They never want to leave them last on our minds. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Cause they always want to throw us off. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I think that, and also there was like something right in the beginning. Cause I started watching it. Again, this morning, just like remind myself, and they showed Teresa in her outfit, where where I was just like timeline. This is not making sense. Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. But yeah, so I agree. Teresa I was, was second. Out of order.
1: Yeah. yeah, that makes it even worse because then they they lit up. <laughs> they lit her weird. ass
4: up. Damn.
1: That's, That's yes, yeah, they but did. they knew. They, I, there I was know. just because I I think they just knew. I saw Le- Le- Leslie try to make sort of that like sort of dirty joke or whatever it was or like kind of like mm-hmm. mess around which is if that's her that's cool but they were just not feeling it mm-hmm. they weren't feeling mm-hmm. it so he wasn't feeling it
4: they were probably like he don't curse he don't swear what you're talking about like they probably don't know they don't see maybe that side of their grandpa or <laughs> their dad or whatever and so they're like huh who who said what mm-hmm. not Margaret Mm-mm. you got yeah. the wrong
2: one <laughs> so yeah Speaking of outfits, did y'all see the tweet about, so Leslie had talked about this $60,000 dress, and then there was a tweet that was like, oh, she was in this blue dress that we never saw. Like, it was in the promos, but we never saw it. Was this the $60,000 dress? And if it was, did they just have her fucking put it on and be like, could we get some footage? I doubt that. I don't think they could have gotten her to do that. Unless I she was like, make curious. me go to
1: Bachelorette. And he was- Mm-hmm. they're like sure then twirl around in this dress just in case mm-hmm. we'll use it for us like, deleted footage i don't oh, know God. that i have no idea that was obviously so i could have been part of their date i don't know i have no idea you didn't get neil
4: it? lane either like neil Lane, he just done yeah like, he, he be, just
1: i thought i thought uh, something he
4: was happened I and mean, i saw
1: pictures with him so. he was in the uh, audience. okay
4: yeah. he
1: was in the audience with uh with his clients mm. uh zach and he and
2: needs charity. a better uh, surgeon. Zach's
1: you know. face, Zach's face throughout the whole thing.
3: What <laughs> has there ever been a more serious guy? You like
2: <laughs> Zach and Katie were like, oh, oh, Lord, oh, no. <laughs> Dotton <And laughs> was like, Dotton too. Yeah, that was I was like, think my
3: no. favorite. I think my favorite was Charity because Charity is us, right? Mm-hmm. He is. I used to be the Bachelorette. I uh, I am on Dancing with the Stars, so I'm I'm heavily on contract. I need to keep it on the up and up, but this shit is fucked up. But she was mm-hmm. giving face. She was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. "Yes." And
4: then she, then yes. she was like, "Oh, the camera's on me." Yeah, <laughs> right. She looks right. stunning too. she, that so be always,
1: always, always. Did y'all see her at the
4: at the variety event? Oh, every every, yes. Was-
1: Any anytime oh. she's outside out of bed yes. so she had like the um
3: she had like the what do you call it like it sort of was like a dress that had a hood yeah, was
5: that the was that, yeah. the, was
2: that the women like the top yeah, women in women reality, and reality tv, TV? Yeah. yes yeah, because sari was on there, mm-hmm. rachel, um, was there. Mm-hmm. rachel was there uh candy burris was there it, they mm-hmm. were all beautiful i was like yes yeah now she looked I great mm-hmm.
1: all right well we i think we talked it all out i think we talked it all out mm-hmm. hopefully we have some sort of announcement regarding the next um season in this part of the franchise so uh thank you so much Victoria will we be watching first the- watching- will we be watching the
3: wedding? yes I mean, oh yeah do. absolutely do we not?
1: that's like <laughs> in less than we're no we're gonna like watch exactly it, but... a month and a day away
2: what yeah like crazy work. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. i'm
1: sure I'm we're watch gonna watch, watch it. and I, I actually love teresa's family too her daughter and everything and the kiddos i think oh, the whole mm-hmm. family it's gonna be beautiful i think it's yeah gonna be great. yeah so
4: mm-hmm.
1: all right well victoria thank you so so much before we hop of off course. uh where can the people find you
4: Alrighty, Well, thank y'all for having me. This was a delight to tap back into my podcast era. But I uh, I'm so annoyed because now I feel like when I say era, I think of Taylor Swift. But like, it's <laughs> you don't even, even have um, to bring her up. It's like when I think of like my eras, I'm like thinking of my queer friends, the drag queens, all like um, I'm in my blah, blah, blah era. Anyways, um, we can never have nothing for ourselves. But um, I I can be found on social media. My Instagram, TikTok are all my name. It's double underscore. So two underscore underscore Victoria Price on Instagram and TikTok. I'm not on Twitter. I really only download Twitter, what X, whatever, for when Big Brother is running. So I can just look at all the tweets. I don't tweet. I just need to know what's going on when I can't watch the live feeds. Um, so I'm not on Twitter. But yeah, you can find me on Instagram
1: and TikTok. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. And thank you. Until next time, I'm Claudia. I'm Monique.
0: I'm Jasmine. And I'm Gina.
1: And we are Rosé Noir.
3: I guess they get married, y'all. Okay.
0: <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms found in the show notes.
0: Tell a friend to tell a friend. Join us for live discussions on Clubhouse
4: at the Rosé Noir. A special thank you to Ahmad Fielder for our
3: amazing theme music. Follow him at Infrared underscore Crypto on Instagram. We are Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. See you next show.